0: Welcome to the
1: Illuminating
0: Mycelium
1: podcast, the podcast for everyday people by everyday people.
0: I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. And to help fulfill our mission of highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures and endeavors of everyday people and learning from them. We are featuring our conversation with Tori Smith. She is originally from Minnesota, but is now teaching at an elementary school in North Carolina. We discuss her current and past work with youth, her experiences studying abroad and traveling, self-care, mental health, and much more. I'm grateful that I was able to get Tori on the podcast while she was in town to capture her perspective and share it with all of you guys. Now, without further ado, here comes Tori. talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's gotta be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kind of just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters, is a Forbes top ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, Go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop dash coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. All right, so today we have a very special guest. Her name is Tori Smith. Tori, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm doing well. How are you
0: Doing good. Thanks for coming on the podcast and telling us more about yourself.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a minute since we've had a time to, like, actually come together.
0: I'm happy that you're back in Minnesota for a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's been quite the visit. Very cold.
0: Yeah, you picked a weird week to come <laughs> because this is literally, like, the coldest it's been, like, all season. Really? Yeah. No, okay. Like it was Like, it's, like, negative six right now. So cold. So you recently moved to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, a big... This is really cold for you.
1: Yeah, like, over there, it's, like, 30 is the lowest that it gets. So, like, I didn't even wear a jacket in 30 degrees. So, like, I had to bring my whole jacket and my boots and stuff out. So, like...
0: Yeah, it's doing the most. Uh, It makes me want to move to another state. (laughs) I'm glad I moved, I think. Well, anyways, okay, so let's talk about what it's like living in North Carolina. Like, do you miss living here? What do you like about living there?
1: I mean, it's kind of, in a way, similar because there's still, like, nature and trees and stuff. Like, the things that I like about Minnesota Yeah, being so, like, outdoorsy, you know? But it's... The weather is definitely different. But, like... Yeah, definitely warmer in March. Are there
0: good, like, state parks and trails there? Are there mountains?
1: Yeah, there's mountains and the ocean. So, like, you got the best. You advantage. go to the beach. Yeah, oh, okay. I went to the beach, like, two nice. weekends ago.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into one question on your background, and then we can talk about some of the work that you've done and the work that you're currently doing. So... Okay. In regards to your background, how important is your identity to you, and how does it play a role in your daily life?
1: I guess I would say that your identity is who you are, so, I mean, it basically is exuded at all times. Well, for me personally, I don't really hide my true self that much. I just am who I am.
0: That's good that you embrace it.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's better than just trying to be like someone else, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I feel that. All right, so let's talk about some of the the work that you're currently doing that you've done recently. So you're now a substitute teacher, correct?
1: Yeah, I've been a fairly f-
0: new, only three weeks, right?
1: Yeah, for about <laughs> three weeks now, and it's very interesting. Well, this last job I had was kind of interesting because. They kind of just threw me in. They didn't really give me many details, and but I guess that was okay for. Is that kind
0: of? I kind of feel like that's how education is, though. Now <laughs> with COVID, or yeah, that's definitely yeah.
1: true because there's so much, so many things changing at like random times.
0: Because like, my sister is a teacher full time, and like she's always telling me about like everything's just changing and it's so like unorganized. But yes. I don't know. It makes you think about what goes on behind the scenes, but Things so, are it's definitely, another conversation for another day.
1: They're going to be different. Like, the, the generation growing up in the schools right now.
0: Yeah. I that's feel for like sure. There's going
1: to be some differences.
0: Because, like, some subjects you can't do online, like science.
1: I mean, math, I was you know? speaking with a little kid. He was probably in second grade, and he asked me, like, he was like, "Oh, Miss Smith, are you going to teach me how to write? Can we finally learn how to write?" But like, how do you teach writing online? That's kind of like a motor skill that you do in person, is it not? Yeah. So, I think it's that's just kind of things like that that are like, "Oh, that's something that I did have to think about
0: like how do you teach writing?" What grade do you teach? So, second grade.
1: So, yeah, I okay. teach second grade now. Um, this, and you
0: guys are still doing virtual learning, obviously.
1: They just changed it like last person? week. <laughs> they changed wow. it. So the way that they have it there in North Carolina is you can either be fully remote, partially remote or fully in person. So for a while, they just closed everything to fully remote because of like, you know, after Thanksgiving and Christmas, people were visiting places and getting the virus and then coming to school. So they kind of had to like put a stop to that for a while. But they just reopened like last week that they reopened the schools. So now some students have still chosen to be fully remote yeah but there are some students going to school physically now so
0: at least they have that choice though because like i know it probably gets brought up a lot but i always think about these stories of like kids who like their parents are like you know doing domestic abuse yeah. or drugs whatever that's so and, like, that, they that, don't want to be at home for that that's
1: why it's been such a interesting like debate because there are students who are in need like that but then again kind of have to be safe like
0: yeah you have to be mindful for sure yeah so okay thanks for sharing a little bit about that let's also talk about the, some of the work that you were doing prior to this and the reason i want to bring this up is because i feel like you have a really unique perspective now as a teacher because you used to work um helping um, houseless students with virtual yeah. learning right you want to talk about yeah.
1: That? So before, right when I moved to to uh <laughs> Charlotte, actually, like the very within the very first hour of me being in Charlotte, I got a job at this facility that um kind of does tutoring slash like facilitating for homeless youth or like the, like elementary students at that. Like yeah. So so there, I was just like a. T- a tutor slash teacher that just basically made sure all their they were on schedule, turning in their homework, and like helping with um, lunch, recess, like things like that. Just trying to keep things a little bit normal for kids who couldn't go to school, like and they don't have parents at home. They don't even have a home. So where do they go? So how yeah. do they even? do school you tell me how you do can't that? do school like how do you do how are you like a five-year-old and your parent has to go to work who's gonna watch you like it's, Man, just, it's gotta be tough it's just tough and it's yeah. it's a really tough situation to be in that nobody even really asked for nor knows how to fix do you like, feel
0: like that's influenced your perspective now that you're like a regular teacher per se
1: um i think this experience yeah, would I think if I hadn't had this experience, I definitely would be going into the classroom with a different kind of perspective mindset.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, that's personally like in my heart. That's what I like to do. Is I mean, to you're already the, a pretty
0: empathetic. Yeah. So be there for the people who. That, yeah. Who don't? I don't know.
1: Who need me more? <laughs> that's <laughs> how I look at it. A little bit. They need me more. You're than an me
0: Let's talk about some of the rewards, because, you know, we we covered a little bit of the challenges. What are some of the rewards of, like, working with youth in general or as a teacher?
1: I would say seeing growth. Like, when you can see a child that, like, let's say they couldn't really read that well at first. But then when you're working with them and you're really trying and putting in all that effort, they that rubs off on them too. So they're going to try a little bit harder because they know that somebody's actually here caring for them. Like someone actually cares that they're going to do it. So I guess knowing that, that just kind of like rewards me knowing that I helped this person achieve what they needed to achieve. Like, I mean, that's
0: awesome that you do that. Like one thing it reminds me of, and I talk about this a lot is like, when I took an adolescent psychology class back in college, I remember my professor was saying that, like one big factor in like adolescence overcoming things and being resilient is having at least one meaningful relationship with an mm-hmm. adult. So I feel like you, you probably yeah, have a lot. Yeah, I definitely noticed
1: that. They need that. They're looking for that, and sometimes it's not the parent who's there to give it to them. So I try to step in and. And be somebody
0: that cares. Fair enough. Now, did you work with youth back in Minnesota before Mm, you moved? Yes. Do you see any kind of, like, differences between the youth or the school systems here and there? You're listening to The
1: Illuminating
0: Mycelium
1: Podcast.
0: If you're enjoying the show, you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store. We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials, they feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium.
1: I would have to say I'm still kind of new to North Carolina. I've only been living there since September. Yeah. But I can say what I have heard other people asking me. Um, Like from North Carolina, they have this perception that their students, meaning the students in North Carolina, don't really care about school. They don't really try to be in school. They don't really try to do their work. They kind of have this attitude like, why do I need to do this? I don't want to do this. But I think some kids in Minnesota are like that, too. I think they just try to like, I don't know, maybe the teachers even put that persona onto the students that, oh, I don't care. I don't want to be here. But like here in Minnesota I haven't really noticed that
0: Honestly, I had a great experience with teachers. I mean I'm just one person, obviously. Yeah. I've just I feel like Minnesota's pretty good for that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I could sometimes be wrong. I
0: know hate. we have a problem with the achievement gap. Yeah. But that's like everywhere though. But yeah, outside of that, I think we do pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I would just say that, yeah, but that's like a problem for a lot of people. Like, yeah, make sparking the love for learning. <laughs> like, they just, just have to find a learner. right, find that find Take that the learning, learning outside
0: the classroom. You know, I think that's the most important thing to like. Or relaxing. make them like
1: trick them into learning. <laughs> they don't know that they're actually getting something from this. That's what I like to do. Like, pr- try to make learning into games and stuff.
0: Like. You're gonna be a great teacher. Is that like your long-term dream? Is to be like a teacher? Or I like mean,
1: I think my long-term dream is to open a school. So yeah. Okay. So would yeah. you be
0: like the principal though? Ultimately, I don't
1: like... know. If I want to be the creator. I could see you being a principal, principal. Teacher, you'd be a
0: nice principal though, because I think like so that. many principals are mean.
1: I don't know how you can be mean in the education. Like how <sighs> do you, how do you allow yourself to be a mean teacher? You're not doing it for the right reasons, and it's not even like you make a lot of money. So. What are you? What, what is the reason?
0: True. <laughs> All right. Um. So enough about school. Let's talk about some more fun stuff like traveling and, and maybe some Spanish because I know you speak oh, Spanish. Yeah. So you, you studied abroad a couple of years ago. Yeah. You went to Spain, right?
1: Yeah, I actually that? was so lucky to have traveled, a, studied abroad, traveled abroad twice during my undergraduate like so the first one I went to Spain for um like maybe two months and that was just to do like a language exchange like I was taking classes but over there it's so much more chill like they have a time of the day where that's meant to be nap time not even stores are open so like nobody's out everybody from two to five Okay. It's nap time. They call it siesta. Yeah. So, everybody's doing nothing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, like, just having different... Noticing that there's different ways to do life is,
0: like, such a huge, like... We should do that here. People would be, like, so much less crabby.
1: Yes! Everybody needs a nap here and there.
0: <laughs> so, what would you say that your favorite thing is about traveling?
1: I like just getting lost. I like getting lost where I don't, I mean, it's kind of dangerous to just get lost, but I just (laughs) like exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing the different things, just finding my own little adventure. That's what I like about solo travel, honestly. It's just, you can just do what you want to do for the most part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel that. All right. So let's, let's talk about Spanish specifically. So. You're pretty well versed in Spanish, right? Or you I mean, kinda, I I, I label myself, too, but
1: I label myself as like
0: B2. So
1: that's like about like upper intermediate. Like I don't want to say that I'm fluent, because
0: yeah, I, do, I mean,
1: who's fluent? But
0: unless you're a native. But so do you? Do you do anything to try to like maintain?
1: Oh, you know those apps, Duolingo. Like, Duolingo, like, Babbel. I'm sure there's other ones too, but I yeah, I use
0: those too. I think videos. there's a way like in app where you can like send a reminder to your other friend to do that too. Be like Cory, right,
1: go do don't your do video video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or like there's I like to watch music videos where they have the lyrics and they translate from English Spanish. Did you to ever section.
0: watch uh Juanes? You know who that is? Who? Juanes? Nope. Okay. I'll send you his music. He's from like Colombia, but like he used to be super emo, and but now? it's it, but Spanish, so it's yeah. funny, yeah. That's we used to listen to them in Spanish class. <laughs> really? What are Okay, what are some of the benefits that you've personally experienced of being bilingual?
1: Oh, like, I think, for one, jobs. I think everybody's yeah. kind of looking for somebody who can speak to different types of people, because, like, that gives you more people. Right. Um also i would say yeah like it's impressive when people kind of see that you have more than one language um yeah
0: because most people here only speak one so.
1: but that's so crazy because everywhere else yeah. you have to speak like two to three languages so so here being in america where like one is it and you haven't you heard of those people that like talk down to people who speak yeah. other languages like what? That doesn't make any that
0: sense. That
1: doesn't make any sense at all. It
0: makes you literally smarter. Like there's yeah. studies like, show that show it like helps your brain if you're like bilingual. Yeah. Stuff,
1: so. uh, that's
0: all right. <laughs> anyway, be
1: but... bilingual.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to the last topic on the board today which is Self-care and mental health, which is a very important topic, right? Well. Yeah. Not just because of COVID, but, you know, it's been exacerbated by that, too. How do you personally find time for self-care?
1: I guess I would say I read, I would read, like, self-help books or, like, just kind of doing things that I you personally like. Remember Chicken Soup like. for
0: the Soul books?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Those are needed.
1: Those are, like, <laughs> from middle school. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I just make sure that I do things that I like to do. Like, if it's like, oh, oh, maybe I need a coffee today or, like, go take a nice bath. Something. Something that just you want to do and it makes you feel good. Um, Treat yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, my cousin, she goes to De La Salle High School in Minneapolis here. And they just... They came up with this new class. It's a mental health class and it actually takes up the same amount of credits as a gym class. That's so awesome. instead of going to gym, you can like take time to learn about different ways to
0: like meditating.
1: Yeah, exactly. If they had that when I was in school, like I people hate gym so that. much.
0: That would have helped us way more than learning the Pythagorean deer. <laughs>
1: I'm saying like learning how to play volleyball. Like I mean volleyball's cool, but
0: does your sister play volleyball?
1: Yeah, she doesn't play anymore, but she did. Yeah. She did.
0: Cool. Okay. So, how important to you is self care?
1: I guess it's important, but a lot of times we forget about it, especially now. This pandemic, we're here. It's been like a like a year almost. Yeah. And I definitely think like. I don't know about you, but a lot of people's mental health is kind of like.
0: A weird. I've seen a lot of people's <laughs> traumas triggered this last yeah. year. Like it's it's pretty crazy the amount of people that it's triggered. Like <sighs> you know, I'm just trying to stay strong myself. Like,
1: yeah, I think something something needs to be done.
0: I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, last question here. So, in a time that calls for more isolation. What advice can you give to people who are trying to stay afloat with their own mental health when um, it's hard to reach out and be around others?
1: I say when it kind of like when you're when you're kind of in that forced isolation, I would say that it's kind of it's important to learn about yourself like. Take that time to learn about you, what you like, what you don't like, how you like things, how you don't. Just trying to figure out what's good for you, because in this time, you have yourself. I mean, you're isolated with people, maybe, but like you kind of have to use that time to just make yourself a little bit better.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think it's a good time to slow down and kind of pause and reflect. Yeah,
1: I was going to say reflection is, is very key, especially during these times
0: yes cool <laughs> alright well thanks for sharing that with us Um, that's all I have is there anything you want to say before we depart here
1: Um, I guess just try to stay positive my friend. everything is just like I
0: will do that for you
1: everything is just so
0: <laughs> crazy these days so just try to stay alright cool well thanks for coming on the podcast and telling us about yourself
1: yes thank you for having me
0: alright take care Thanks. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, join our newsletter by going to our website, By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.